So this episode is going to be a little bit different. Uh, it's different in kind of lots of ways, but we're going to start off just by acknowledging what is going on in the world right now. This is a strange time to be alive. This is a strange time to live in our country. Um, there's just so much happening, and we didn't want to uh, ignore what's happening. We didn't want to uh, just sweep it under the rug. We know fully that this is something that needs to be dealt with. It is It is at the forefront of not... Uh, just our lives, but your life and, and everybody's life right now. You can't escape it and you shouldn't escape it. It is absolutely the right conversation to be having having as a cu- uh, country right now. Um, and uh, But we also knew that we wanted to do the show. The show is helpful for us. It's cathartic for us. Um, and we know that a lot of you will, will hopefully find it the same for you as well. Um, but this is a thing that we just needed to acknowledge at the top of the show. We will jump mm-hmm. into the, the show here in just a second. But Patrick, tell people how they can get involved with what's going on in our world. Yeah, well, I mean, here's the, the, the big thing. Whether you agree or, or uh, disagree how uh, the extremes are handling the situation, it doesn't change the issue. The issue is that black people have been uh either underrepresented uh, underrepresented over targeted um you know disproportionately incarcerated uh, any number of things and it's been going on for decades and decades and decades and so what we're seeing now is um this again in the life of our country coming to a head and this is something that has not been mm-hmm. dealt with and there's a lot that needs to happen the the best way for those things to start happening uh other than of course uh you know being a voice and and uh standing up for injustice that you see in front of you and and participating in in protests speaking out the best thing you can do is you can vote uh so um that's what i encourage you to do uh there's a great actually uh killer mike has a great video where he's uh, uh addressing atlanta at a press conference from earlier this week and i would encourage you look up that video and uh, he lays it out very well but uh show support show love if you have someone that you know that is uh, that is on the wrong side of this, speak truth to them, and then otherwise uh, show up and vote uh, later this year. Lauren? Yeah. Um, I think in order to fight the problem of racism in society, every single person has to be a part of it. So, you know, don't ignore this. Pay attention. Um, if you want to be more involved, uh, like really like just good starting point is to go to the Black Lives Matter website. They have resources um, not only telling you where you can donate money to help people that, um, you know, like George Floyd, who were killed and arrested or both. Um, they you can support their legal funds. You can support hospital funds, um, support protesters who are trying to get out of jail. Uh, they have scripts for you to call your senators, write your senators. Um, pretty much, I think that's a great place to start if you are looking for what to do. And I think the most important thing that we can do right now, especially as white people, is just listen to what black people have to say, be involved with their community, and like, you know, check yourself, look in the mirror and realize what you can do better moving forward because no person is perfect and we can all do better. Absolutely. And the link to that will be in our show notes. Um, We are going to now uh, do what is a seemingly impossible transition and head over into a show to, um, to talk about pop culture and to, and have a good time and to celebrate um, some of these things. And so um, with that said, here is the show. Hey 
Welcome to another episode of the Pop Culture Roundtable. In this episode, we talk about Wingspan, Rick and Morty, and Space Force, with special guests joining us around the table. I'm Andrew Sale. I'm Lauren Rubin. I'm Patrick Hill. So let's jump into another episode. kick every episode off by going around the table which is where we talk about something new fun and noteworthy about our weeks uh we've got a special guest with us this week so patrick uh why don't you introduce our guest i will but does it not bug you no that we will never know who that person was it doesn't bug me they, we, they, i mean you in theory have all these files and could figure this out no we like can't because that piece of audio will be okay so here's what we're talking about real quick before we started recording <laughs> We talked about the fact that when we have to sync our audio together, we clap, okay? We, we ask everybody to do a clap. We all clap at roughly the same time. It makes it easier to line up all these tracks of audio. We had someone in the past, when we asked them to clap, they didn't understand it was a single clap. We didn't do a good job explaining it, and they kind of applauded, right? And so uh, it was kind of a funny thing that happened, and we I don't remember who it was, and the problem is we would have deleted that audio, and now we will never know who did it. Yeah. It just bugs. It bugs me so much to not know the answer and to not maybe be able to like get a the week answer. from now it'll just like hit you like you'll get a big epiphany and know the answer. It won't. It won't. My mind is degrading. <laughs> That's right. This week we have joining us. Uh, honestly, uh, talking about like best friends you never spend any time with, but you still consider them best friends. This is like my number one, and that is Mister <laughs> Tim Cab. Mister Tim Cab. Yo 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 yo. I was waiting now for the horn you noise. Could, now is <laughs> when you can clap for yourself, Tim. This is, oh, yeah. We know you're great at clapping. <laughs> so the deal is, Tim is, is number two that applauded as opposed to the single clap. So I will forever remember Tim, and it's going to bug the heck out of me. I can't think of the other one. Uh, Tim, uh, for those that don't know, give everybody like the brief like two sentences about you and what you do. Okay. Um, I work for Hero Complex Gallery, um, mostly in charge of the production kind of stuff. Uh, but as with everybody that works here, uh, we all do a little bit of everything. Yeah. I feel like you're the, are you the number two? Uh, uh number three okay. tied with the other staff members. So, <laughs> yeah, so, you're like, so it's one and then it's two and then it's three A, three B, three C like that. No, no, he's saying Correct. that he's two. He's either two A or two B, is what he's saying. No, no, no. no. I'm three. Uh, I'm part of that three tier. Oh, yeah. yeah there's there's Adam. Well, I I guess Adam and Shoa are one and two, right? I mm-hmm. see. So th- right on. Yeah, or they're both one and I could be two, but then I'd still I- be tiered with other two. I see. Okay. Well, that, that gives us an idea. No, so, so Tim is, uh, Tim, you've actually listened to the show for a while, but every time we've interacted, it feels like where we've, we've met up with Adam or we've gone to an event and HCG has been there. It feels like Tim is always there. I mean, for me, yeah. uh, the face of Hero Complex Gallery, it's Adam and Tim. Those are the faces because those are always the faces I see with Hero Complex Gallery. And you have been an incredibly good host. I feel like, A, you've given us... Uh, it, well, frankly, something free every time we've seen you. But B, you've given us incredibly good <laughs> smiles every time. Tim smiles like no one else. You just feel the warmth in you when he smiles. So I just want to point that out. That's something nice about you. And your beard's oh, good. Thank you. Um, Andrew, why don't, you go kick, <laughs> why don't you kick off our uh, round the table? Okay. 
I thought that you were going to do it, which is why I gave it to you since you guys were no, sharing because, one. No, no, because listen, I Tim and I are going to do a joint category okay, or a yeah, joint thing. Yeah. But like, I, I'll take I just, it. Fine. It's fine. I'll you, take we it. We need to get you out of the way because sure. yeah. I'm like loaded right now. Great. Cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. You just did three shots right before we started. You were loaded. A um, couple Takes things this three. week. I, uh, I ran back. I talked about this in um, like when it was Earth Day. But I ran the uh, the virtual race, the Scram uh, Earth Day race, and I got my Oscar the Grouch medal in the mail, which nice. is super fun. Uh, real, I real like cool. I like that one a lot. Really well done. Um, I imagine now that I've shown this, uh, HCG will be making uh, race medals here in the next three to six months. Um, so. No comment. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> The uh, it's really cool. Like it's a really it's a really nice looking metal. It's got Oscar the Grouch's eyes and then like a rainbow of green tones above it. Um, so it's really sweet. But then uh, really the it's been work. I've just been doing lots of work. But then on top of that, I got to play Wingspan finally. Um, so Stonemeyer Games, the the same people, uh, Jamie Stegmeyer, the people who do um, Scythe and Viticulture and a couple mm-hmm. other ones. Um, who we've, we've talked to on the show before. Yeah, who has been on the show before. And the the link to that will be in show notes, right, Patrick? Absolutely, it cool. will be. Um, <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we, they, they're, I think they're new. I think it is their newest game. Uh, it's called Wingspan, and it came out. I got the opportunity to play it, and it is phenomenally beautiful. The artwork in it is amazing. The whole thing is like you're collecting different birds, and you've got this like this portfolio each player has like this player tableau that looks like a leather portfolio and you're collecting birds into three different habitats and each bird has different powers and you have to pay um or different like abilities or whatever not powers it's not super birds um and uh you you pay food costs and then birds can lay eggs you can take like three different actions you can either um you can either pick up food from this like really cool birdhouse dice tower that they give you that you assemble. Um, and so you roll these dice through and then um, you can lay eggs as your, as your birds, or you can pick up new bird cards. There's over, I think there's 180 birds, like different variations of bird cards in the deck. Um, and it's really cool. I mean, the, the game mechanics remind you a lot of, um, there's like it pulls bits and pieces from lots of different games, but if you uh-huh. it's a, it feels a little bit more advanced than just like your your standard like game night. It's gonna take a little bit more time for people to kind of grasp the the turn order and things like that. But if you've played a game like Scythe or something like that, where where um, there are different actions that you can take, and then when you take those actions, it sets these different chains into motion. It uh, it play it, the play is very simple. So this would be like a step back from something intense like Scythe, but it's like a step above, or maybe two steps above, like Monopoly or something. So okay, so th- I think that answers my question. It's not quite as heavy as Scythe, but it is heavier than the average game I'm going to pick up, maybe at a Target or something like that. Yes, uh, it is, but not. Uh, I think only at first blush. Like once you play it, it's actually very the the, the mechanics are actually very simple. But okay, you've got to you've got to make it through the rule book first and be like scythe um uh, they have an automa solo play version as well so there's variations you can play by yourself um but the artwork alone makes this game worth picking up hands down it is phenomenal the game like all the components in the game are like top quality top notch stuff the book like the instruction booklet has this like linen finish on it but not like not like 
linen finish just to say you have linen finish which a lot of like kickstarter <laughs> like decks of cards and things have um and they're like they're always like a stretch goal oh they have a linen finish like legitimately feels like this thing was printed um like on some sort of bound book it's really really nice um, yeah so the I cool would thing go is, pick it up. I'm, well, the thing is, you don't even have to go anywhere to pick it up. It's available on both Tabletopia and a Tabletop Simulator. So you can pay five oh, bucks cool. or six bucks, and you can play the game right now if you want to. You totally can. And But I, something something about playing it in real life, you get the little eggs. The eggs have kind of well, this, Oh, I know, because like, you just said it's like super high-quality components. Right. All so the pieces <laughs> are, are You're going to want nice. the physical version. So You get the dice tower <laughs> that you build. You get the, the eggs are like this satiny... Um, the game is played over four rounds, by the way, and you get a certain amount of t- certain number of turns each round. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, the, the I think eggs they are, look like those malted eggs. They do. They look. It, lo- it felt like an, a bag of Easter candy that we were dumping out onto yeah. the oh, table. Yeah. There, there's like a pink and a uh, like a green and a hyper blue, like a robin's egg blue, and uh, like a cream colored one, and and like a gray or something like that. It's really. This sounds really rather nice. Eastery. Yeah, I will put one in my mouth. (laughs) Yes. So I actually, so I uh, felt something with my foot under the table. I'm like, oh, I looked down and saw that one of them had fallen on the ground. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I reached down and grabbed it. I said, this one fell, picked it up, set it on the table. Definitely a jelly bean. (laughs) So (laughs) like it was the same, almost identical size, shape. Even the color was like only a couple of shades off from the other pink. Um, and so, uh, if that gives you well, an idea, now you know it's, what to do if you lose any pieces, it's yes, it is jelly bean esque <laughs> in shape. So, um, anyway, okay. uh, wingspan by stone Meyer. I would absolutely say, go pick it up. Other than that, I've been drawing every day. I've been doing the Disney a day drawing, um, which has been fun and, uh, rewarding. So I'm going to hand it over to Lauren. Uh, I have been watching a ton of TV this week. Uh, after Andrew recommended it last week, I watched like all of that Buddy versus Duff show. It's really, really good. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, really you got fun. complaints about that. You got complaints because uh, is it Kreider who told me how to pronounce his name, and I already don't remember how to pronounce it. Didn't he say that you're completely off base and that show is garbage, Andrew? Uh, I don't know. I've stopped listening to what he says. Here's why. <laughs> he he and I he's a great guy. He is a fantastic dude. Undeniable. Undeniably nice guy. However, I have learned we have an like the antithesis of each other's opinions about things. My taste is the exact <laughs> opposite from him. Um and I've learned that. Mm-hmm. And so I just have to be able to say, okay, if I like this, I know emphatically that Kreider is not going to like it, and I just have to accept that that's fine. Um, if it makes you feel, if it, so and by you, I don't mean you, I actually mean Kreider. Andrew and I also have very opposite opinions, at least on the movie and TV side. Not unlike the board game and art side, but on the movie and TV side, we're we're pretty split. I wouldn't I wouldn't call it opposite, but I would say like we're trending apart. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Sure. You you watch yeah. the the cake show. I was like, C- continue. My- <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna see like for where I'm sitting. I feel like you guys do agree a lot, and I'm usually disagreeing. But that show was a lot of fun. We yell it, it out really when was. no one's looking. Yeah. We're a bit more <laughs> private with our conversations. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> but yeah, it's a great show. I think like it's a really well done reality show. I'm surprised to hear that anybody wouldn't like it because it was kind of like Lego Masters, where I'm like, if you just like watching people compete, this is a really good show. Like, they're both so good at what they do and seeing all of the, like, amazing cakes that they come up with. It's hard to believe that they're really cake. 
Actually, you know it's what? Now that I'm thinking about it, Kreider didn't say that about the cake show. He was talking about like the new season of Survivor. <laughs> oh my gosh. I do remember him saying <laughs> that about Survivor, anything. but because he says that about just about everything that I like, it was totally he in character with everything else. <laughs> no, nah, he probably hasn't even watched this show. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, just in case, uh, the show is called Buddy vs. Duff, and it was a lot of fun. It's on Food Network, so it's easy to watch. Uh, I also watched the finale for Rick and Morty. Uh, this is like total 10 season or sorry 10 episodes finale and they're like two part season thing uh i thought it was a really good season finale tim do you watch rick and morty uh a little bit i'm so far behind i think okay. uh i think i only saw the first two seasons um but i definitely need to get back on it what we are they on? They're, right they're on season three or four right now i think this is this was four they just finished but like they're all like quick episodes and you don't yeah, need to watch them in order so you sure. can always just kind of jump in if you feel like it they did have like a little bit of the like tiny bit of continuity in this last episode, but it's still fun. I think if you just like plopped in and watched this last episode, but it was good. Uh, as always, it's, I, I don't know when they're coming back, but they are, they were like, I think they got paid to make 70 episodes. So it will be back. They like, they, they, they have long hiatuses, right? In between the seasons. Famously, but I think the idea like was now that they like paid them to make all these episodes in advance, so like they're not supposed to have as long of hiatuses. And this one was like a like half the season we got earlier this year, and then we got it now. And maybe that will be the format now, where we only get five episodes at a time, and they kind of come together to make the ten episode seasons. But I don't know. I like this. It'll work. <laughs> what's What's an example of a large hiatus? Like two years, eight, twelve inches. <laughs> Would it be hi- hiatuses or hi- hiatai? Hiatai. 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 Man, two years. I don't know. I would be so afraid that I would die before the next series, like the next season. I would be so afraid that like I would get some type of like terminal disease or I would just eat too much or like something would happen and then I wouldn't make it. That was my fear with Game of Thrones because I was so into it and I was thinking like, the way I'm living, there is no way I'm making it to the last episode. And <laughs> then I was upset that I did make it to the last episode. It was a really big roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you saying that you would have been better off if you died before the Game of Thrones series? Finale? I think we're all saying that about him. <laughs> I'm not saying I would have been better off. I'm saying I wouldn't have stressed so much about it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was. So I feel that sad. way about Lost. <laughs> yeah. I wish I had died way before the end of Lost. Lost is well, Lost was way better than Game of Thrones as far as closure. Uh, the the finale. Uh, I feel like those are equally bad. Yeah, really. Yeah, those are really. I, the, no, no. Yeah. The the last season <laughs> was not as bad as the last season of Game of Thrones. You can say I mean, that the finale episode was as bad, but like as the season as a true. whole, I would agree with that. The last season was very enjoyable, actually. Okay. I don't. Uh, I wouldn't totally say very enjoyable, that. but it was. It wasn't. Yeah. Here's it wasn't a trash can fire. Here's what I've learned. Lost does not do well under the uh, back-to-back scrutiny. You need to watch it and wait seven days. Like, that makes the viewing experience so much better. Like, in mm. the moment when you would watch an episode and then argue about it with your online community for a week, it was a blast. That was trying the best to part watch of show it, anyway. Yeah, trying to watch it back-to-back-to-back, like on Netflix or something like that, I think it hurts the, the viewing experience. That's my that's my two cents. I don't know, but I do think it makes some things better because you had to wait like literally years to find out certain things. Like, I don't know if you guys uh, follow this podcast, but Storm of Spoilers, 
after Game of Thrones ended, switched to doing a Lost podcast, and I kept I was following along for like the first two seasons, and then they were only doing it week to week. I'm like, I'm done waiting for this. I've wait, I've seen this before. I'm done. Like, <laughs> I think that's like, more of a you know that you're going you. up on this hill of like garbage TV for like several seasons as well. Like, <laughs> like the middle of Lost is not good <laughs> as well as the ending. Okay, you're gonna need to move on now because <laughs> yeah, now yeah, you've yeah. started meddling. <laughs> I so. <could. laughs> uh, last thing to say. Uh, is the finale of Drag Race was this week, and that was really fun to watch. I was looking forward to that all week. Uh, I know I talk about this, like, every freaking time, but it was very different because it's one of the first competition shows I've seen, for sure, that had a Zoom finale. Uh, I've seen a few other shows doing their, like, reunions, like on Real Housewives and stuff. They've had uh, Zoom reunions, and they're terrible. But I think they actually did a good job making the competition show into a finale that worked via zoom uh it was really fun to watch i think it's all up on vh1 if you guys want to check it out uh congratulations to the winner i think she totally deserved it and uh, i'm gonna put a link to this video but uh there's just like this really great video that just gave me life today that was like everybody in milwaukee welcoming them back after they won and it is just like a little parade of everybody driving down their street like in this like neighborhood in west dallas and i used to live in milwaukee so it was just like oh my gosh like almost know exactly where this is like it was just really fun to see all these people just like being nice and cheering them on, like just something good today that was on Twitter. You know what? Good for Zoom. I mean, good for whoever won that. But good yeah. for Zoom. <laughs> Zoom has now become like the Xerox jet ski. They're just like the name everyone uses, no matter what video platform they're using. Like Kleenex. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like Kleenex. Like, like good for them that they got that. I personally don't like the product. There's like several other video platforms I would rather use. But even I find myself telling people. Like I mentioning, zoomed. yes, I, yeah, being on a Zoom, and I'm not even using it. Yeah, so yeah. I and agree. Congratulations, and guys! You won. That, and now that I've said that, I realize a lot of it was probably edited around, and it wasn't actually like in Zoom at all. Sure, <laughs> I yeah. don't think yeah. like it was it's, just like it's them become, recording it's become videos. The nomenclature for that were edited, like yeah, it's the standard nomenclature for video calls now. Yeah, I'm used on, to be I'm like aim, like oh hey aim me, you know, like direct message me or whatever. And now yeah, it's exactly. you know like, this is the the new version of that. Yeah. yeah. So you did it, guys. Don't like you, but you did it. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's your uh, week. That's it. All right. Yep. Who are you that's handing it? it to? The dual force of Patrick and Tim. That's right, Mr. Yeah. and Mrs. Patrick Cab. Here's the thing. <laughs> we're gonna talk about we're talking about Space Force because Tim and I have both seen all of Space Force. It just released this past week. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you the the kind of overview of what it is for those that don't know, and then I'm going to let Tim jump in with his his big thoughts. Now, let's keep this in mind. There are a lot of people listening, including on the this Zoom call, which isn't even Zoom, it's whereby, on this Zoom call right now with us, who intend on seeing it and haven't seen it, and therefore, we cannot do spoilers. We have to be careful. We have to make it still be enticing, uh, but... Here's the overview. The idea is that we have this new branch of the government, Space Force, that's been created. The president wants boots on the moon in the next year or whatever the timeline is. And Steve Carell, a newly appointed five-star general, is put in charge of this new branch of the government. He has to build it up and get boots on the moon. And it has an incredibly good cask. Uh, uh, cast. <laughs> cask. Uh, like alcohol, uh-huh. uh, Cass, uh, uh, John Malkovich and, and Steve Carell and Jin Yang. I don't ever remember his name. I just know it's Jin Yang and, um, uh, uh, Ben Schwartz and, um, what's her name from friends. I can't remember her name. And it's amazing. 
Yeah, Phoebe. It's amazing <laughs> people. Um, really strong cast. And again, the the given our current uh, political landscape, uh, and given that Space Force is an actual real thing, and then also keeping in mind that we just had the Tesla launch uh, or the SpaceX launch yeah. recently, uh, this, this is, is really all cool. like as current and as real as it could possibly be. So uh, knowing the cast, knowing the subject matter, knowing that it's backed by Netflix, knowing the director we have, Greg Daniels, knowing the like everybody behind it, this has had me very, very excited. And now I've watched it. The 10 episodes are done. Tim, tell me how you feel about those 10 episodes. I wanted to like it more. <laughs> I was I was let down. I, honestly, I was let down. Um yeah, I, I went into it not knowing I, I didn't see any trailers leading into it. So um I had only heard uh reviews that other people have given it um before I saw the first episode. Um but yeah, I was I I was let down by such a great cast and uh a creator that, you know, his track record I I love everything in his cat his catalog pretty much. Um yeah, I was kind of disappointed. Sure. Um, and, and by the way, the n- names I got wrong, Lisa Kudrow, Diana Silvers, Tawny Newsom, uh, uh, Fred Willard's in this. Oh, Fred Noah Willard Emmerich was, is in yeah. This. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> Fred Willard actually was a very, very strong character. Yes. And uh, also, by the way, uh, Chris uh, Gethard, or Gethard, but he plays Eddie. You'll remember him as being Dwight's friend in the office that has like the pipe in the sub sandwich. Um, there are some amazingly funny people like that. You just get excited to see. Uh, yeah. I mean, I honestly like don't want to get spoilers away. Watch the show. If you want to watch the show, here's the thing within the first episode, you'll know if you're going to like it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, that That's the reality. It is not going to, you're not going to get to episode five and suddenly it's going to speed up or find a groove or do this or that. You can literally watch one episode, and if at the end of that episode you like it, keep going. And if you don't, that's what the show is. Uh, it Tonally, it was a bit of a mismatch for me. It felt like the show really didn't know what type of show it wanted to be, and that made it tough. And the other part that was very difficult is that when it comes to the science behind it, when it comes to um, the military aspect and, and uh, the, the rules and the customs and the people involved, it, it really felt like it didn't do very much research. So it chose to be very light on the frankly on the facts and on the science and uh it, it kind of felt like um an average frankly the the uh, uh mostly average person them taking their understanding and then writing about the military and writing about rocket science without actually having been involved in it and that was kind of frustrating for me mm. i really like shows like uh veep or um silicon valley or you know these shows that they feel completely real Right. And then the quirks of the characters are what's what are hilarious. But then, you know, the people really are good at their job or they really deserve to be there. or They're really whatever. And uh, but I love that quirky aspect. And uh, this show instead has has chosen to make it a bit more. Um, uh, it, it's almost like a cross between like it's closer to something like airplane or something, you know, like it's it's making it more of a. Uh, um I, I this word is escaping me right now but anyway uh, i want like to say sla- or? i want to i want to keep wanting to call it know. slapstick but the point is it's it's a mm. it's just a bit more silly than that so you just have to be Too okay with it but it's going to move back and forth so um it'll be interesting to see what a season two looks like but i mean i'll, I'll say tim I, I felt the same way about it so i have more thoughts than that but that's as far as i'll go again watch the first episode if you watch the first episode and like it keep watching it that's what the rest of the show is going to be like and and again uh, Fred Willard's great. 
Uh, ben Schwartz is great. John Malkovich is great. John Malkovich still... is amazing in it, actually. John Malkovich <laughs> is great. So there are still incredible people and performances within the show. But man, I was let down by it. Yeah. Uh, yes, Lauren. Do you know that it's going to get a season two based on like the fact that it has such a poor reaction? Greg Daniels has said he will do a season two if it's offered to him. Right. On. That's all. That's that's the only thing that I know. I don't know. I mean, wh- I feel it, like Netflix is fairly cutthroat, actually, with what gets renewed. Well, I, I would say if people watch it, then that's all Netflix needs. If, if Netflix cared about the reviews, then Adam Sandler wouldn't get a five movie deal with Netflix. <laughs> so yeah. Netflix <laughs> is doing what makes money and what gets views. It, frankly, True. it probably is in their favor that this still comes on the heels of pandemic. People are still probably a lot of people are still at home and they haven't fully gone back to whatever. Um, there are a lot of people that need the comedy, uh, need some levity. So it could be that it does hit at a really, uh, timely time. Uh, and that that propels it to good numbers and it gets a season two. We'll see. My guess is we'll know pretty soon if that's going to happen. Uh, so Mm -hmm. Tim, anything else about the show? Uh, no, I have to, yeah, I, I I agree. Um, there, it doesn't, the, 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 the speed of it, the, the way that, um, everything plays. From episode one to ten, it's it's pretty much the same trajectory, no pun intended. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> the um, I mean, they, there that's are funny parts in it. Was that? That's an aeronautics joke. <laughs> that and is, uh-huh. I <laughs> heard it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there'll be funny bits, and if you just want to hang on to see Fred Willard and to see John Malkovich, that's totally that's a valid reason to hang on. Uh, but, uh, I will wait till y'all have seen it and then we can dive into some of the nitty gritty. Uh, but I, I, I think it's, I think it's a fair review. Watch the show and, uh, and, and we'll, ju- I think next week or the week after we'll be able to really like jump in deep. So, uh, that is it, uh, from our side of the mm-hmm. table. So I believe that's it for the around the table. So now you're doing great, Patrick. Keep it going. You are. I don't know what we call yeah. the next section. So now join us for a very <laughs> special, uh, talk time with Tim. So for this special episode, we thought that we would forego the normal categories that we would each bring uh, where we talk about the fun things that are happening in the world of pop culture. And uh, we thought, let's talk to our friend Tim and just get to know him a little bit and what he does. How's everyone think about that? Lauren, are you good with it? Oh, yeah. I like your enthusiasm. Tim, are you okay with it? I am okay with it. Well, then fantastic. (laughs) Patrick, how about you? Tim looks sweaty. <laughs> Tim looks sweaty. <laughs> well, um, but right now, Tim's got like a bright light on him, and he's surrounded by Glenn Brogan artwork. That's exactly what mm-hmm. I was going to say to pull this in. So you're, you're currently there. You're at, at Hero Complex Gallery. What show is, is happening? I know there's not a physical show happening right now because that's, that's not a thing You're frozen in time right now. We're all suspended in the gelatinous cube of time. Um, but... <laughs> What show is represented behind you right now? Uh, so uh, if you guys haven't been to uh, Hero Complex Gallery yet uh, or haven't been to our newer newer location, we've been here for about a year now, um, we have an upstairs and a downstairs level now. So the downstairs level has a Pinvitational 2, uh, which has uh, some of Lauren's pins in it. Um, and then mm-hmm. our upstairs area is a, kind of a retrospective of some of Glenn Brogan's artwork that he's done with us. Um, since that was the show right before uh, Invitational 2. Wait, wait, is all the artwork previously released to HCG? 
Uh, correct. Yes. Oh, I awesome. didn't realize that. I thought it was it was a uh, you know the life of Glenn Brogan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's a it's a it's a mix of stuff from his uh, pinups one show, uh, pinups two show, um, some convention releases, and some of the posters that he did. Um, we have in uh, in game posters uh, for Overwatch um, that are actually released as physical posters that you could purchase. How far, so, so cool. was the show running before, I mean, I'm assuming pandemic and now um, with everything else going on, was the show running and it got cut off in the middle? Had the show already started? Like, where were you before everything froze? Um, Pinvitational 2 was supposed to open the Friday evening that, um, well, basically, uh, LA's Shelter at Home started the Thursday, right before, right before. that Friday that we were supposed to open. So um, it went from a show that we were expecting, you know, a bunch of people to visit and um, check out. Um, and because of, uh, you know, COVID-19 and everything going on, uh, we shifted it into a uh, virtual show. So we, we did an Instagram yeah. live um, kind of uh, display of, of the, the stuff. So hanging all the stuff on the walls and all that down. stuff, it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't all for naught. We, we actually had an audience on uh, Instagram instagram live yeah right on that's uh man i can't imagine the the i mean hey well i can't imagine the weirdness because life has just been weird the past couple of months but then having to shift and do something that i imagine you haven't done before uh has the response been good though uh yeah i mean pins are always gonna be a, a great seller for us um there's such a cool diversity um of different art styles different types of pins that we have and um that's one of the reasons why we wanted to, you know, do the Instagram live video. Um, we didn't want to just put it online, which is fine. But, um, you know, we have so many artists that contributed to the show that we wanted to highlight them and kind of show off their stuff. Um, and a lot of them were, were part of the, uh, the Instagram live feed, uh, commenting and, you know, communicating, talking to everybody. So that, sure. that was cool, too. So yeah, uh, I loved watching it. One thing I've always wanted to ask you, because whenever we go to conventions, you're there. Mm -hmm. Whenever like we go to the gallery, you're there. Whenever I close my eyes, you're there. <laughs> you're I'm all, curious. You're always there. <laughs> I'm, I've, I've, what of this art do you collect? Like when, do you bring stuff home with you? Is there stuff you hang on their wall, on your walls? Are there artists that like you look forward to? Um, is this your style? Like, how do you feel about the art and like, who are the artists that you're bringing home right now? Yeah. I mean, no, absolutely. I, uh, I mean, I met Adam and Shoa, um, through art. We were, we're all poster collectors. So this isn't something that we kind of just got into, um, you know, as, as a business, uh, this is a hobby for us as well. So, yeah. um, I definitely have a flat file at home with a bunch of artwork in it. Um, Glenn is, is one of my favorite artists. Um, Vance Kelly, who uh, unfortunately his show was postponed um, because of COVID-19. Um, he, he's one of my favorites. Um, everybody at, at, that we have at the, the conventions, are we, we have such a cool stable of artists that we work with that uh, yeah. I, I have to say we're, we're lucky to, um, to work with such awesome people. I want to be on the phone call when you get to reach out to some of these artists. That's what I felt like when we went to, cause you guys had invited us out to the Thor Ragnarok show 
and we got to go there, and we were just standing there talking. And um, that was a fun show because it was at your old shop, but that was a fun show because you had like the red carpet and you had like the the after party and all mm-hmm. this stuff for Thor Ragnarok. And when we're standing there, um, you and I were talking, or it was it was either you and I or or me, me and Adam, one or the other. And um, I'm like, yeah, I I love I love uh, that piece. Oh yeah, that artist is right over there. Let me introduce you. <laughs> oh, I mean, I really love that piece. Oh yeah, he's over here. Let me let me just go. Grab. Hey, uh, hey, Vance. Like it was just all like this, <laughs> like this wave of like, oh my gosh, yes, yes, yes. And so I imagine that the the phone calls that you guys get to make, um, it just would be a ton of fun. How much of that are you involved in versus Adam being involved in like the actual planning and execution of um, like who you're commissioning for pieces? Uh, yeah, that would that would be Adam. Adam is our uh, creative director and art director. Um, so he's in charge of the art side of it. Um, I'm more in charge of production, so I'll, I'll, I'll get the files, um, I'll give it to whoever needs to have it produced, um, overcheck some stuff, um, if, uh, you know, uh, so it, it, so you sorry, also I, would love to be in on those calls like that. So you and I, I are in I'm the same boat. The <laughs> you and I both want to be in Adam's call. So that's, that's yeah. what, that's it, what exactly, it all boils exactly. down to. I love it. That's You're totally making all fine. the other calls. <laughs> So I am, because I, I do have some pop culture questions, but I, I do find this process pretty fascinating. And I know that, I know that it's all over the place and, and whatever, but are you ever handed something like, you know, an artist has a vision or, or Adam has a vision or whatever. You're the guy that it sounds like has to turn that vision in reality. You like get to breathe life into this thing and like put some bones in it. Do you ever get something you're just like, that's not going to happen. I mean, is that part of you is like parsing out what can and can't be done? I mean, to be honest, there have been a lot of times where I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. And then three days later, it's done. <laughs> like, um, it, it's, we, we have such a, a cool amount of people that we work with that are, um, I mean, we love them because they take care of us. And, you know, it's, a, it's kind of a mutual kind of, uh, we're all in this art journey together. And, um, you know, whether it be people who are picking up stuff for us or um, producing stuff for us. Um, yeah. We always have people that we can at least ask, um, point yeah. us in the right direction, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just like, you've just fulfilled wishes. That's what I hear from you. <laughs> you fulfill wishes. Um, all right. So before we started, I was doing this. I was asking you like a bunch of random questions because I, again, even though I feel like I know so much about you that realistically, I don't know anything about you. Like I, I honestly, I, I, I could maybe guess your age and that's about it. So, um, I was asking you some questions about favorite, uh, uh, media. I found out that, uh, you don't care about board games. Uh, you ha- you collect everything, but almost nothing of everything. So you just have a lot of non collections. Um, uh, but I found out that you like star Wars, and you like back to the future. So, I believe I've seen you. You've been to a Galaxy's Edge, yes, and just torn it up there. So in Galaxy's Edge, <laughs> I I want to find out like what are your three like have tos? Like if you go to Galaxy's Edge, these are the three things you have to do while you're there. Um. Okay. So if you go to Galaxy's Edge and you are even a little bit of a Star Wars fan, um, I have to say you have to build a lightsaber. You have to go to Savvy's, <laughs> build yourself yeah. a lightsaber. Um. Honestly, it, it it's probably my favorite thing that I've done there. It's not something that you could really do every time you go there, but um, oh, you as could a fan, if you had a ton of money. <laughs> well, I can't go there lightsabers. and do that every time. <laughs> um, 
but it, it it's such an awesome uh experience and it's, it's almost like theater kind of um, yeah like it's, it's it absolutely is it's it's it's, it's amazing um do that uh you have to ride uh rise of the resistance um that is amazing now that it's open um and what is the so third? i made the, i made this assessment i want to hear what your thoughts are because you are a star wars fan and because you've you're, <clears throat> you've been in it right yeah um i made the i made the assertion that smugglers run is probably the most interactive ride i've ever ridden and mm-hmm. Rise of the Resistance is the most immersive ride I've ever ridden. Would you agree with those statements? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's something about mm-hmm. how they bring you, like, you are fully brought into the story. And if you allow yourself the the opportunity to, like, remove yourself from the fact that you're at Disney, you can actually feel like you're a part of this thing. And the way that they were able to integrate that stuff was so, so nice. And so it's good to hear from another Star Wars fan who's who's been there. Patrick is fine with Star Wars, and he enjoyed it's- it. But he doesn't. He doesn't know what a Wookiee is and what a, a Vulcan is. He doesn't. Whenever know we difference. go to Disney, I just say, <laughs> Andrew, here's a dollar. Go get yourself a Star Wars. Go get yourself a Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't buy anything for a dollar at Disneyland. That's that's true. true. Especially Are not you? in Star Wars Land. Yeah, exactly. It's funny because I've been there, but I have not done either of the, these things because Rise of the Resistance wasn't open yet when oh, I went, no. and we couldn't get appointments to do anything because we kind of went like didn't know if we were going to be able to go until the last minute. Yeah. But I still had a lot of fun. No, it's Smuggler's it's, it's Run crazy is worth cool. it. The trip alone, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay, and you we got to be pilots. Before we had started, nice. you <laughs> had mentioned. Um, so Patrick was was doing the interview before the interview um, and was asking you um, about pop culture stuff. And you made this comment that you kind of have a little bit of everything pop culture, but you're not like super deep into any one thing. Is that like, what's the, what's the thought process behind that? Like a, a master of none, Jack of all trades kind of thing when it comes to pop culture. Yeah, basically um, I'm just so uh, ADD sometimes that sometimes I'll be like, I want to collect all these posters. And then it goes into like, oh, I'm I'm into trading cards now. Oh, cool. Funko Pops. Let me buy a hundred of them. Um, so it really depends. Like it, seasonally, it seems like my hobby is changing um, from collecting one thing to another. So, um, But you go deep though. You go heavy and deep when you do it and then you just shift. Unfortunately, yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I think I can get on board with that. I was, I was picturing more that like you dabble in everything, but you like – you go off the deep end for a bit and then you just shift gears and go off the deep end for something else. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I think that's probably more true of, of most pop culture people, people than, than yeah. Peepers, uh, most pop culture <laughs> peepers. Um, try saying that. Uh, I think that's probably true for most people is that they, they go from one kind of, uh, extreme interest into the next extreme interest. Um, would you agree with that Lauren? Cause I feel like you're that way too. Yeah, yeah, you just like fall in love like for a little while and you, it's like you have a crush and then <laughs> like you get over it after you like see the next thing. But I think that probably is a really good thing to have as somebody who runs a gallery cuz you can kind of like dabble in everything like in the like most extreme version. It depends on how off the deep end. I have found that the things I'm drawn to are too expensive. Mm-hmm. So like if I go off the deep end on one thing, uh, it, it fiscally prohibits me from going off the deep end on the next thing because I just I literally will not be able to afford it. Uh, what, that, what are you looking forward to when it comes to pop culture stuff? Even though we're in this weird like 
thing right now. Mm-hmm. What what was put on hold that you were like, yes, I'm really excited about that thing, and you know that it's still the the uh, the hot dog at the end of the stick, carrot at the end of the stick. What's I the, would be I would much rather have a hot dog. I'd probably have a carrot. What I don't motivates know. you? A, so a dangling hot dog. It doesn't sound appetizing to me. So okay, I feel let, like the let carrot me, is the saying for sure. But okay, well let me let me phrase it a way that we all understand. You're dangling a wiener in front of your face. If there okay. is, <laughs> if uh, if there's that uh, if there's that thing that you are looking forward to, you can't wait to have happen that you were like super excited about, super ecstatic about before everything happened. What is that thing? Uh, concerts. I am. Uh, I'm uh, bummed that uh, it's been a long time since I've been to a concert, and uh, my mm-hmm. favorite band is Green Day, and they were supposed to go on tour this uh, this summer, um, and that nice. got canned or postponed, I guess. So it could yeah, happen. If you go but, through your Instagram feed, it's like every four posts, I think, is a show. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't post on Instagram as much as I should, but usually it's a show or uh, yeah. or some yeah. sort of. Uh, kind of gathering of people which is that's the crazy thing about mm-hmm. what's going on um will concerts be the same in the future will conventions be the same in the future um yeah. you know you'll always have that underlying thought in the back of your head of you know for sure how is this going to change you um, don't want to be the first yeah. guy to go to try to go crowd surfing after covid you know what's yeah, weird right. though is no. that whoever's We've been the talking first a lot about conventions and it yeah. is going to be fundamentally different forever yeah but 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 here's what's going to happen though so like people talk about so tenet is coming out and it still has its same release day and so people talk about christopher nolan and and uh and i think some people are frustrated that that feels uh irresponsible to still push forward with a movie release given everything that's happening now uh, there's a lot of ifs and whatever because we don't even know what theaters will be open. If theaters will be open, if governments will allow theaters to be open, it depends on geography you're in and all that kind of... Who knows? The amount of things that can happen between now and then, who knows? But let's say that that wasn't an issue. Let's say that that every theater was open, cap- the potential capacity is 100%, whatever. You have to have someone that's going to be first. You have to have a yeah. studio that's going to be first. What is weird is that that mm. studio is going to take shit for that. Like, whoever decides to be the first is going to take a heap of shit for being first. Yes. Then, whoever follows, it'll just, it'll normalize it, it'll be fine. But, like, whoever decides to be first is just going to have to suck it up and be a punching bag for every talking point on both sides. So, that's all. It's it's just one of those, like, unfortunate things that are going to happen. It'll be, and in this case, it might be Christopher Nolan. uh, Tenet might be the punching bag on the movie side. I don't know who will be the punching bag on the on the band side, but ult- there will hit a point where some band or some promoter or some something just has to go f it. We're going forward with it, and you know, hell or high water, it's happening, and then it'll happen, and then we'll deal with ramifications later. So, and again, that's not it. Doesn't matter how you feel about the topic. That's just the reality of what's going to happen when it finally opens back up. So, um, yeah. I concerts give me anxiety. I feel like I'm standing in front of someone and they can't see. And because I, if you're listening, you don't know I'm I'm six foot seven. I was like, I've been in both sides <clears throat> of that scenario. And so I just you've been just in front of somebody who couldn't you. see. Who was it? She was in her group. No, no, no. Outfit. I mean, like I've been in front of and behind Patrick before. Oh yeah, <laughs> at concert. Oh, she was specifically talking about me. Okay, never mind. Like a Patrick. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Uh, my kind. Yeah. The deal is like, <laughs> I just feel like so anxious. 
that someone paid good money and I've ruined their entire experience ruined. that I don't, I just, I can't, I can't even go. I cannot bring myself to go because I will be so worried about the two rows behind me. I just can't do it. Just, sit, just stand in the back. You see. Yeah. Well, I, you know, well, I'm, not, I'm not, well, not going to pay money for that. He also sit, paid sit in, money. Sit in the front. Well, yeah, go to a concert <laughs> where you're sitting. Uh, is that a good concert? Is that a good concert yeah, if it's, it's a yeah, sitting it's, concert? It's called the orchestra. <laughs> Patrick? <laughs> yeah, I can go to the theater uh, and like well, not the movies, but like the theater. All right, um, what about those ones that have like the big lawns and you like sit out there? Like, there you go. Mm. I also yeah, don't like bugs. Do, yeah, you could just lay on the lawn. That's what everyone wants from you. Laying in the grass at, while they listen to music happen. That's I don't want to get Tim mistaken for a bearskin rug. <laughs> That's my <laughs> Tim. Tim is. Oh, I thought you were waving as if to say, "Hey guys, I'm still here." Oh no, no. And then no. I realized you were <laughs> yes. you were doing a, a grass angel. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Wow, I Tim see. is just really front door." Like, hey guys, I thought we were supposed to be talking to me right now. It's supposed to be my uh, time. <laughs> um. So speaking about you, Tim, getting back to you, as you so. Uh, uh, eloquently pointed out that we had diverted <laughs> um you we talked about movies before this thing patrick just said come hell or high water what are your top five movies uh, i think we went through the first top three which were uh back to the future star wars um catch me if you can catch me if you can was in there yeah. um or just stuff you're really you're into a big right DiCaprio now, like... guy. yeah i don't yeah yeah sometimes um i don't know about the other two the other two are kind of like a rotating Kind of fluid. Yeah, exactly. Like it could be this, it could be that kind of thing, depending on what day or hour it is. Um, but was, well, go ahead. What was the last movie you saw that you just like fell in love with? Like the last movie that I saw that I fell in love with. Fern Gully. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> I was like, I've um, seen that already. Yeah, on the I've spot I can't think Gully. of it actually. Um, I really enjoyed Ooh, uh, Onward though. Onward was great. Um, yeah. That's and so just great. the visuals. Andrew of that. told me not. Andrew told me not to see it. I did not tell you not to see it. I told you you were gonna watch it and you were gonna cry. That's all I said. Oh yeah, it's true. But that fine. is the same as saying don't watch it. I don't like well, animated I films and I don't like. I was crying. gonna say, I was like, yeah. you don't like animated movies, so were you gonna watch it anyway? Yeah, it's unlikely. Well, he was. He was when it was still in theaters, but then it wasn't in theaters yeah. for very long, and he was traveling, so you didn't have to. You got mm. off the hook. Tim, do you talk during movies? No. Who does that? Thank you. There's that's the okay. right answer. Thank you. This is making sure. I realized we didn't really vet you before we brought you on the show. Yeah. And that's well, one of our vetting questions. <laughs> Lauren talks during movies. Lauren what? talks incessantly during movies. Oh, at um, home. Lauren, <laughs> Lauren will like stand up and cheer. Yeah. But like when there, like when something terrible though. happens. I have. Yeah, I have. It's not she's not not like at a Rocky Horror Picture show. Like Let me ask is, you this. It's inappropriate. <laughs> What is, what is your, because I know mine and I was about to ask Lauren, but I realized I should ask you, Tim, what is your worst movie going experience? I'm, I'm kind of glad that you asked me that. Um, I don't Mm. know how to answer this question because I feel, (laughs) well, I'm glad you asked me. I have no idea how to answer this. Hear me out. Hear me out. I have so many answers that I don't know how to answer. Um, I went to see Cats. Um, I almost brought that up too. And that was not a good movie. But that was probably in my my favorite movie going experience in a long, long time. Because 
everybody kind of like was watching it going mm, like <laughs> this is what's going on here it's like it's, it's totally weird but by the end of it everybody was in on it like the whole theater was laughing at everything and like it it, it was a union of an audience just like all on the same yeah. side of the fence kind of thing so everybody was in on yeah. the joke even though it shouldn't have been a joke exactly. but everybody was in on it yeah. and that would have like, been amazing but like if you don't if like if you were in that movie by the end of it taking super taking it like really seriously i don't yeah. know like what movie you saw like you can't impossible. you can't take it seriously like, yeah. Are you aware of the butthole cut? I heard yes. about it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I think we talked about it on the show. The idea is that apparently at one point there were CGI buttholes on all the cats. And Someone then they has had done, to like, have a pretty good version of this on YouTube that is very believable. And really yeah. Don't funny. act like you've not don't act like you've not always wondered what Dame Judy Dench's cat butthole looks like, Patrick. You've I, told me you, I've read countless <laughs> diary entries from you about this. I was more concerned. Oh, I can't remember the guy's name from The Office. Who did he play in The Office? Um, Ed Helms? No, like, stop it. That was uh, also in Cats? Yeah, that was also in Cats. Oh, Idris Alba? Yeah, what was his, what was his title in The Office? He was, uh, he was, <laughs> or his uh, name? Uh, I can't remember. I like that somehow your reference for Idris Elba is the guy from The Office. Like no, yeah. not the wire. <laughs> like, have you or... not seen Pacific Rim? Like, <laughs> listen, I've seen a lot of Idris Elba films, but it is funnier if you uh, pointed out from his name in the office. That's yes, a, that's it, a better reference. Name? What is his name? Charles Minor. Charles. Yes. I would rather yes, see Charles. Charles you wanted Miners. me. Yeah. Yes, oh, Charles. You wanted, you wanted me. me. No. Um. Anyway, then apparently someone had to digitally remove the buttholes. So uh, there's like a butthole cut. There's like a butthole render. The thing is, I don't I know how much called, is rendered. I think they're called fissures. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Just right. if we're going to use the butthole the cut, we might as well use the scientific. We're going to use the scientific language here. We are we are an upper tier podcast. Here. Yeah. So hashtag cats release the fissures. <laughs> release the fissures. No, we don't yeah. do that. The no, that's cut. that's the new one. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. Okay, I um, just don't know if I should. I mean, I what you're saying sounds ex- the idea of seeing the movie and everybody like like it's kind of like mystery science theater, like everybody together. Uh, that sounds amazing. I just don't know if I'd get that ex- same experience if I watch it at home. You won't. That's I, the thing. I'm scared to watch it again. Like, <laughs> and no, that's, and that's awesome. the final <laughs> word on that, Patrick, <laughs> because it was so. It was so up there, you can't watch it again because yeah. then you'll. It was so up where, <laughs> in the the cat buttholes. It was, it was so up there, you can't, can't watch it again. I can't remember, like, imagine ever watching that movie a second time. But if you could gather people to watch it with you, that would be infinitely more fun. You should never watch this movie alone. Like that would be terrible. Yeah. I like, bet. <laughs> I bet it would be pretty inexpensive to rent out an Alamo Draft House, like one theater right now. They're not doing anything else. I bet we could rent a private screening and then screen cats. I would rather watch the like actual recording of the like Broadway musical than watch the like cats movie again. That's not what <laughs> Tim said. That's not what Tim said. It doesn't Tim have the same impact. It. You you don't get the same scale. Because it's better. It's better. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> okay, Tim, we've uh, we've kept you long enough. I do want to know what is coming up next from HCG that you can talk about. Uh, that that you're excited about um we're still uh waiting to uh figure out a good date for um 
Vance Kelly solo show. Um, so that'll probably be our next thing. Um, ideally, we'd want it in a you know a time frame where uh, Vance could actually travel for it too, because um, uh, he's such a great guy. Um, so yeah, well that will be the next thing. Um, we have a book with him coming out. Um, we're just waiting for him to sign those books as well. Um, and uh, a few other things in the works, um, but nothing that I can really talk about right now. Okay. So keep your have, eye on HCG stuff. I have yeah. one, but I have one more question because I anyway. feel like this question might be like an, ins- an indirect insight from a production standpoint, thinking of like the processes, you know, producing prints. Is there like a cool piece of printing technology you're excited about right now? Like glitter glow in the dark or like, or like now we're getting back to letterpress days. Like what, yeah. what's something cool and exciting to you? Honestly, I should be not as excited about it anymore, but black light is always going to be exciting to me. Um, yeah. We, uh, awesome. we swap out all the light fixtures in the gallery and uh, swap them out with black light fixtures. So, the entire gallery is glowing. Um, and it's something that you can't really photograph um, or videotape. Uh, I don't know why I said tape. Nobody tapes anything anymore. <laughs> um, but you can't really put it on video um, and have it really show like it does in person. Right. Um, yeah. We're trying to figure out, figure that out with photography uh, right now. But to see it in person, um, black light is amazing. And uh, that is uh, something that you could definitely bet on us having another show for soon yeah here's the thing andrew and i got to see uh blacklight two i guess would have been up at the time uh yeah. when we were at the gallery no, three it was three right three which Whatever one was that around up? christmas yeah i think so. yeah when, when were when were you guys over here when we that came was, up uh, there for uh november right when yeah. november yeah. yeah you guys saw a muppets movie when you were there you yes. had you had the uh, like the the bug oh. collection that oh Anna, we had blacklight upstairs. upstairs that's right yeah yes. blacklight gotcha. upstairs yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so we we came here for that and um, and I had seen the pictures online uh, let me just validate what you're saying you cannot capture it what you see in person you cannot capture and put online it is not the same the other thing is when the lights are off some of those pieces uh, did not look very good and it, meaning they they looked fine. But when when you cool. flip on no no listen listen hold on go on let me finish my statement thank you thank you Tim but when you flip on the black light it's like a complete transformation like there were pieces that I would look at and think like ah that looks pretty plain and something about like the color that was picked and the black light on the color and it created this new texture that I couldn't envision and like all of a sudden it just pops so incredibly well like there were several pieces like that that I. Honestly, like of all the shows that I've been to, and I, and I'm including like Mondo shows that I've been to, and not that they're a competition. I'm just saying they're a competition. But I'm including like comp- Mondo, we're, we're and I'm all including a community. like it's a community, mm-hmm. not a competition. And and like conventions, all this kind of stuff. I was absolutely impressed by that Blacklight show. I I just thought the pieces were incredible. It's like that Shape of Water piece again. Yeah, it looks like a, a perfectly good piece. It is a much, much better piece. When you flip on the black light, it just pops it. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's just so good. And yeah. again, that's not a slight at anything. It's just to say that the things are designed and built in such a way that the black light enhances it and you that's, need to see the enhanced version. That's the yep. key, right? If it's designed yeah. to be if it's designed to be 
blacklight, it needs to be blacklight. You know, it's a mm-hmm. car wants to be driven, right? A T-Rex <laughs> wants to hunt. We know all of these things to be true <laughs> about nature. A blacklight poster needs its companion to really shine. And on that yeah. note, ladies and gentlemen, except the companion shines, it more reflects, but that's not the point. <laughs> Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you and find HCG and follow along and find all that information? Uh, you could find me at HCG, um, <laughs> uh, HCG, uh, HCGR.com, uh, Instagram, Hero Complex Gallery, um, same thing on Facebook slash Hero Complex Gallery. Uh, Twitter is Hero Complex Art. And I am on mostly Instagram at TimCab underscore. Yeah. You guys really wanted to really just spread it out there. So you really had to search for it. Blanket search. those terms. <laughs> yeah. Just blanket yeah, just the social terms. <laughs> yeah. We will link yeah. to the, all of those in that the show notes. <laughs> yeah, we, we will do that. Um, Tim, you are an absolute pleasure. And like uh, Patrick said, you are the man of his dreams. And so we thank you for your time. Uh, we know you've got a lot uh, going on. And uh, we wish you good luck in all of these things. But thanks for coming on. And this won't be the last time you're going to you're going to join us again when uh when we make a pilgrimage somewhere special maybe sometime in the distant future Mm -hmm. and we'll all Mm -hmm. do that together Mm -hmm. because we're all invited and that's what's important we were invited we were invited i believe it i believe it all right uh Tim, thank you so Even much, Even if buddy. I invited myself, it was official. <laughs> yes. Lauren's not invited. Yeah. Yeah. We love you, man. All right. Thanks, you guys. Stay safe. So that's it for this episode. You can find the stuff that we talked about on our show notes. Just go to mofone.network, and you can find the show notes listed there and all the links. Uh, while you're there, you can hit up our Slack channel. Just uh, click the little Slack button and join the conversation. We are at M of One Podcast on all the different platforms. You can join us on there find out things and talk to us and uh you know you can double tap that double tap works right lauren let me ask you this question this is important do you guys feel Mm -hmm. like or maybe maybe this is just me uh do you feel like instagram is always changing like small things here and there that are like um like new features and they'll, they'll put them out for like three weeks and you can test them and you can play with them. And like other friends that you're talking with don't have those same features and those same options. But then all of a sudden you just lose those features and options. Is this, is this mean, happening? Yes. All yes, companies that that do that. It's, it's uh, whether it's a B testing or whatever, uh, all companies do that. Well, I feel like, but I, Instagram I, does it way more regularly. The thing that has struck mm-hmm. me is it feels like even without a big announcement, I feel like the the algorithm changes every other week. Well, yeah, and that's, that's, that's my biggest thing. like, yeah. yeah, I could literally do an entire podcast about how annoying that is. Yeah, and, and that's <laughs> Tune not in next I week. This is not yeah. This is not the time or place in the outro of an already yeah. hour ten minute long episode. But it was just something that I was thinking about, like it Instagram. It's whatever. Okay, fine. But you can find us there. Uh, we're on it. Uh, and join us as you do. <laughs> like and subscribe. Be good. <laughs> and share the podcast on all the different platforms. You can uh, leave a rating and review. That's so helpful. Please do that. It doesn't cost you any money, uh, but it's it's so helpful to us. And if you do want to throw a couple dollars our way and support the show financially, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash mofonepodcast. 
Yes. That sounds right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and two, become a patron of the show. Yeah, become a patron. Exactly. And we, we will, have um, like we have actual uh, we have things planned. Yes, we're not plans. promising anything. There's things planned. Support the show. We are now thanks to the patrons given uh, th- that are giving and supporting the show. We are a fifth of the way to buying Lauren a new microphone. Wait, wait, wait. No, that's what she sounds like currently. Wait, wait, wait. And we want her to sound more normal. <laughs> uh, and so the new microphone will help make that happen. <laughs> Um, but uh, I think we're going to get out of this episode. A huge thanks to Tim for joining us and the, the HCG crew over there. We love those guys uh, and girls. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm at Andrew Sale with threes instead of E's. Lauren? I'm not cool co or not cool company. Easy to find. Patrick? And I'm squatch.in on Instagram. That's right, at squatchin. You got it. We're going to get out of this episode. I'm Andrew. I'm Lauren. I'm Patrick. Peace out. Adios. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. <laughs>